Okay, it's uh, Pidge and Terry Sundays in the city. And uh, uh, Terry, good morning. Oh, good morning to you. We were just, uh, Terry and I were walking around uh, in my neighborhood, and, and we decided, because we do that a lot on a Sunday morning. And so we, we decided to pop into this quiet little place called the Dugout. <laughs> Nobody knows about it, so we thought we would help and share the love of this great place. Uh, Sundays in the city is what we call this, and you and I get together, yeah. and you show me places I've never been. Correct. And that's hard to do because you get around a lot. But, Mostly festivals. Yes. <laughs> so anyway. 225 a year to be exact. Holy a lot crap. of fish. That's like a, that's like a Guinness Book of World it's Record thing. <laughs> they have your picture on there at festival? No, I eat nothing. Okay. I just show up with my Relay Indiana tote bags and uh, off I go. Okay, cool. So, again, yeah, we just always stop in this quiet little place because no one knows about the dugout. There's like 9,000 people in here. Uh, uh, it's really a, a unique place. Uh, quote, unquote, dive bar. I'm going to talk to Nick Baxter about that uh, connotation, I guess. What it means or if it's a good thing or a bad thing. And uh, Nick has owned the place for about a, about a year now. Nick, uh, how long have you been uh, the owner and proprietor here? Uh, probably about a year and a half. I think January it'll be uh, a year and a half officially. Is this your first bar? Yes, it is. And why did you want to venture in? And was this was this place already here? Obviously, and you you, you took a chance, or you changed it completely a year and a half ago? Uh, no, no. It, it actually has been here since 1954, so always kind of been the the neighborhood bar. Uh, but you know, the reason why I wanted to get involved with it is the neighborhood just keeps getting better. Uh, property values around the neighborhood are just skyrocketing. And everybody still needs a, a neighborhood uh, watering hole. Well, they do, and it's, it's interesting that a lot of the old, say old folks, but the, old, the clientele that was here before uh, is able to mix real nice with the younger folks that are here because of the, the uh, explosion, really, in condominiums and uh, apartments here in the uh, Fletcher Place area. And uh, a lot of it has to do, wouldn't you think, Nick, with the cultural trail and, and that being finished for the last year and a half? Yeah, absolutely. The the prior owner, uh, Tom Ford, uh, said that when they were building the cultural trail in like 15, it was a major slowdown. And he always used to joke that you know if you survive the if you survive if you survive that, there we can only go up from here. And you know, in my situation, it's it's you know you just when do you get a chance to buy a business that kind of butts right up against the cultural trail? It's a, kind of a unique opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it was, and you've done great things with this, uh, Nick. And I got to point out too that for a while you but you're not really new to the restaurant business slash bar business. I mean, you were a, a server at St. Elmo's for how long? Uh, nine years, nine years, give or take a few months. Uh, um, you know. Working at St. Elmo it taught me a lot of things. Um, you know, we, we all can tell a really good story. We've all seen a lot. You know, people always ask about, you know, is, is there been famous people that we've waited on, or you know, did, did you get a chance to see, uh, you know, Peyton Manning when he, you know, back in the in, in those days and. You know, we all waited on Peyton like 20, 20 times, you know. And, uh, and we all want to know how, how good of a tipper is he? Uh, he's always been great. You know, he's always been great to that establishment. What about jewelry? Did he ever give you jewelry? <laughs> no jewelry. What no about jewelry. cars? Did he ever give you a car? <laughs> no, no cars. Do you no have car. his autograph? <laughs> I do not. I do not. You know, I think once, you, once you've, you know, been around some of those guys that have come in, it's just almost like... 
you know, it's just like you you and I sitting here right now. I mean, you'd be comfortable having a conversation with him. If you didn't know who he was, it'd be, you know, just as, just as much fun. I think that's kind of a difficult thing to do, too, because everybody still gets a little starstruck, star including yeah. you and I. I mean, we talk to a lot of people. I get starstruck a lot. Starstruck, yes, you do. <laughs> Can you tell that I've already had a couple of Bloody Marys this morning? <laughs> You know, uh, we do get starstruck, but I think that's part of it is, um, you know, they come back because of not only the great food, but of the great service, and they want that respect, and sometimes they want that peacefulness. I know in, in media, we, we don't get autographs either, you know, you're just, you're there to do a job, and, and you don't have time to take selfies and stuff like that, although sure. I try, but you just don't. Right. So, you worked there for nine years, and then you decided to, this is it, was this a dream of yours to have your own place? Well, you know, it, it's funny, you know, I've been married for like 16 years, so... Uh, How's that going? It's, the marriage is going well, uh, <laughs> Pidge, I appreciate that. Uh, but, you know, really, it, it, let's say it was my dream, it was probably equally not my wife's dream, you know, and uh, we were already kind of in a comfortable place, you know, with two kids and, you know, kind of looking forward to something else, but like I said, you know, you get a unique opportunity like this, you try to, you've worked in the business, you under, you know, you kind of identify, you know, this place is an institution, I don't really like to call it that, but uh, other people have, and so, you know, when do you get a chance to be, you know, listed in the same, you know, or, or, or you know, I guess, um, you know, j just as far as being up there with, like, Slippery Noodle or, you know, Daddy Jacks or some of the places that have been around and been very successful, uh, so we're just trying to, you know, keep, keep it rolling, keep it rolling and try to tweak a few things and, you know, make some things better. This is Nick Baxter, and we are at the dugout on Virginia Avenue, and uh, Pidge is introducing me to some of his favorite places around town. What have you done to change the play? When you got in here, how did it look? Because I've never been here. How did it look, and what did you do to uh, put your own thumbprint on it? Well, you know, as the neighborhood became more popular and businesses just kind of naturally came to the bar, you know, um, you know, there used to be just one, uh, you know, one stall for the ladies to uh, use the facilities. We put a we put a second toilet in. Uh, the, hey, the 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 two the two urinals for the short guys they're still way too tall for you to piss in. All right, so that's still the same. Um, we still have uh, some gutters for light fixtures here in the bar, so we're we're proud we're we're proud of that. Um, you know, we, we try not to paint over, uh, you know, anything that could kind of recognize this place as, uh, you know, yeah. what it was, what it has been. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of history here. Uh, we, we, we actually were fortunate enough to buy the building, so we, you know, most recently just put in a a uh, uh, private room that we've been able to do like a lot of uh, private events in. We've, we've actually hosted some bands, um, you know, here in the last month or two. Um, we're just kind of easing into it. Uh, we try not to change it too fast. Uh, and, and, you know, good things have really come from just being in the right place at the right time. You talk, well, we talked about dive bar, and, and I know that you won some type of uh, recognition for being, excuse me, one of the best dive bars or whatever. Uh, here in uh, Indianapolis. What's your definition of a dive bar? Does this really qualify? Oh, Does this really qualify as one? Yeah. I know the urinals and everything. Yeah, and a one bathroom uh, that, that <laughs> certainly puts you in the running. But uh, what about what's your thoughts on that? Well, I, you know, I think you know when you look at dive bars, I think that you know generally there's a connotation of like 
you know, maybe they hang something up on the walls, they don't clean the bathrooms, you know, you're, you, when you walk in, you stick to the floor, uh, you know, th those are all things that, you know, we, yeah, we actually <laughs> don't have here, uh, but, you know, just the fact that the bar's been around for a long time, you know, we really haven't changed the decor, uh, you know, there's still Canadian club mirrors on the wall from 75, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different, um, there's really just a lot, nothing's really changed. We kind of say it's a, a time capsule here, uh, you know, at the dugout. And really, including the prices, we really, we, we, we should charge more, but we're hesitant to charge more for cocktails and beer. I mean, you know, you can still get a draft beer for 250 PBR. You know, we can still get some, you know, nice bourbon for four bucks. And, you know, up and down in this neighborhood, that's the, the cheapest game in town. So. Yeah, it is. And they, uh, they had a, a drink special here that I really love. It's called a, P, a PB and J. Is it still here? No, Nick stopped it because because he I don't think he was charging enough for it. Now it's one of the, one of the oh, few guys uh, a Pabst Blue Ribbon and a shot of Jameson, a PB and J. And I think just to just to go back to Nick's point, it was it was priced like the price point was like six dollars or seven dollars or whatever. Yeah. And it was nice to be able to do that here in, in the uh, downtown yeah. area. What's your biggest seller here as far as uh, we'll get to the menu in a second? But as far as uh, uh, liquor or beer, I know you do have some craft beers that you have on tap too. Sure. I mean, easily we sell more PBR than you know. I'm told. Uh, there's only a few other people that come close to us as far as PBR sales, keg PBR, you know, uh, sales in the state of Indiana. We sell more Jameson than, you know, I mean, it, it, it's there's several different contingents that uh, really like, uh, you know, Irish whiskey. So Jameson's probably the, the, the biggest seller as far as uh, booze, and we can probably contribute that to about six people that come in the bar. All right. Uh, I don't, we, we're not allowed to mention their names. Uh, oftentimes they drink at lunch on the lunch hour and, uh, you know. Um, are they politicians? <laughs> no. Are they? Are they, they, are they running our state? <laughs> they're making some important decisions here in the neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, and you mentioned the menu too, Paige. I want you to talk about that. I mean, what's good here? What do people love? Well, I'll, I'll tell you right off the bat. Seriously, one of the and I'm a cheeseburger aficionado. Oh, I, really I love. Yeah, but I know you are too. No, I love too. burgers. I love burgers and fries. One of the best cheeseburgers I've ever had really? here. Seriously, it is uh, outstanding. And they still have fried bologna sandwiches. There you go. Now that's what I'm talking about. Fried bologna sandwiches. Do you have banana pudding? <laughs> we, we do not. Okay. We do not. Okay. Okay. Well, are you what? No, he does not have banana pudding. Oh, banana pudding. I can't hear because of the because I'm old and it's loud. <laughs> But fried fried bologna sandwiches, yes, so uh, awesome. absolutely. A good white bread, right? Exactly, oh, absolutely. So good. I love it. And you know, the, the uh, we, we did get kind of a uh, you know you look up on social media, they're always coming out with you know best bars and you know the, the 50, 50 biggest cities, you know, or um, you know neighborhood bars. Uh, and we've made a few of those lists. We've been we've been uh, fortunate enough to you know win some of those awards. But it's amazing how people retweet those, they repost those on. Facebook, and the next thing you know, people are coming in. I, I saw this on my buddy posted this in Fort Wayne, or they they posted this in you know New Albany. I'm up here for the Colts game or the Pacer game or the concert, and they're stopping by. So it's I mean, the social media, what it has done for businesses, either good or bad, you know, because they can take you down in a minute too. Sure. But it is where we go to look for good places to eat and have a good drink, right? I yep. mean, we, for you too, I'm sure personally. Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, you know, it's it's been fun to kind of see how that just is kind of you know, morphed into a, a, a and, and you know some of the regular customers, some of the people who've been coming in 
for years, they, they want their same bar stool, and sometimes that bar stool is not available because we're just getting busier and busier. So it's it's there's pros and cons, like you say, to, yeah. to more business kind of breeds, you know, um, you know, obviously more sales, but you, then you, you always have to kind of look back, and make sure you know Jeff Pigeon can get a seat, you know, at the bar. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's really that's really cool. That's extremely important because they had to walk back home and be like 30, yeah. 40 seconds. Yeah, yeah. To get back there. You should start leasing those actually, leasing the bar stools. One of the things that I think is pretty cool too, Gary, uh, uh, at, at Mint, is that you really got three different establishments here. I mean, you've got uh, you, it was South of Chicago Pizza. You've now acquired that. That's right next door uh, and turned it into the Virginia Avenue Pizza Company. And you've also got kind of a, I guess a, a, a dance hall. Or, or a, how would you describe what used to be Cafe Nana? Yeah, yeah. We just, you know, we wanted a, a space. As you know, two or three months into our ownership, we realized that you know we just there's a ton of uh, opportunity here in the neighborhood, and we really, you know, when Pacer games were on or you know IU was playing, we ran out of room. And, uh, you know, people are always asking for, you know, hey, we're meeting with 10 people, we're meeting with 20 people. And so we just we just finished the space off. You know, it's probably already halfway done, but we put a bar in and some new lighting and some new furniture over there in the old Cafe Nona space. And, you know, it's really just kind of taken off for private parties. We, we do have an occasional band over there. And, you know, that's uh, we still got some dates for uh, December, Pidge, if you want to book a big holiday party. I think I just might uh, be able to do that uh, with you, Nick. And one of the things that I uh, think you've got going on too is uh, open uh, open mic comedy night. That's on, right. Uh, what 7:30 over here in the uh, whatever you call that? Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, every Wednesday there's a group of people. They're called it's called Red Flag Comedy. Um, you can look them up on Facebook. But it's a group of people that you know all work kind of in the neighborhood. They're aspiring comics. Uh, people would say it's an amateur comedy show. Uh, you know, it's completely free. Uh, but they really do a great job of just kind of introducing new material, trying to see what works. Sometimes the stuff that doesn't work or isn't funny is the funniest things, you know, uh, when you're in there, you know, checking it out. So you really get to see some up-and-comers here in uh, in Indy in the Fletcher Place area. So we're happy with the, how the Wednesdays are going. What do you think? Uh, I know you've had uh, a couple of bands in here on Friday and Saturday nights. A couple of weeks ago, you had a set of outstanding Is this something you plan to build on? Uh, maybe make it a, do it on a regular basis? Or how's that going? Well, I think, uh, you know... <laughs> Consistency is the key. Uh, you know, working working at St. Elmo for all those years, that was, I think, a big part of their success. Was that, you know, you go in, the food's always consistent, the service is consistent. It's been the same, you know, whether you you know you ate there since you know 1999 or 2017. And uh, so, if we're going to do that, we're going to be consistent with it, and we're going to you know uh, try to put our best foot forward every time. Um, you know, the jury is still a little bit out. We'll probably make some decisions, um, you know, here in the new year on, you know, if we're going to do bands every other weekend or just a select few dates. But, um, you know, one thing is, is if we're going to do live music, we're going to try to do it well. We're going to have some really quality acts that come in, and people are going to kind of, I think it'll kind of kind of feed off of itself. So, Yeah, I think it's a great idea, and I know all the, uh, the uh, logistics involved and stuff like that. <laughs> When you when you first got the pizza place over here, and I, I know you you were the Tom Ford, I think, had the, the building or whatever, and rented it out to a guy that was doing pizza. And I heard from employees who are not here now, by the way, said, "What the? They out of their mind? I mean, they're selling pizza over there, you know, and this is one of our biggest food items here in this bar. How does that dichotomy work out for you?" Well, you know, I. 
I can't speak for you know the decisions that Tom made uh, you know before the, the the prior owner, but you know there. Really, the way the neighborhood's growing, the, the amount of people that are coming down to, you know, whether it's to walk or bike on the cultural trail and come by it, I think there's enough for, you know, everybody. There's enough business. I mean, you know, south of Chicago, when they were there, they were, you know, famous for the Italian beef and the deep dish pizza, and they did a great business there. And, you know, some people just really like to come in and have that pub pizza. It's kind of that pre-made crust that they've been doing here for years. So, you know, I can't really say that it really affected it one way or another. You know, moving forward, we're just going to kind of evaluate. We're just going to kind, of, kind of evaluate, you know, just kind of how, um, how it works, see what people in the neighborhood want. I mean, that's, that's the thing. We're not a corporate, you know, ran restaurant. We make the decisions kind of on the fly. We just figure it out as we go. We're, we're you know, as, as good as that sounds, you know, there's probably some negatives that go along with it. But um, we're just going to try to do the best that we can and figure it out kind of as we go. Listen, are you Your Italian beef is kick-ass, by the way. It really is. Thanks. It's excellent. I would order Thanks. that. I would order that. Uh, before we let you go, because I know, I, I just want to know, are you, are you winning? Are you, do you feel successful here? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where I guess, um, you know, we, we, we'd still like to put, you know, quite a bit more money back in our pockets, but, you know, the, the building's a 100-year-old building, so we've got some infrastructure stuff that we've got to kind of work through, and uh, and that's going to be probably an, always a work in progress, but uh, just seeing a lot of familiar faces and people return customers over and over and over again, I think, is the key, and, you know, definitely makes you feel successful. You know, at Pigeon Life, years, we have always talked about having our own, you know, something, you know, something. I wanted a bait shop, okay, and, you know, that's, that kind of thing. We always have these dreams of owning our own businesses. But uh, how many hours are you working for me? Oh, I don't know. I, it just kind of varies. I mean, people always joke around. He's like, uh, you know, are you working or are you playing? You know, and uh, so there's a lot of kind of crossover. But I, I'm here a lot. Um, you know, I'm here every morning probably sometime between 7 and 9. And, you know, I'm still here usually 7 or 9 o'clock at night, sometimes 2 in the morning. This kind of depends on what's going on. But I'd say I average probably 60 to 70 hours a week as far are, as work. Are you guys, you open at 9, you open at nine I saw, right? Not, not some today. days, not today. But yeah, Sunday is 9 o'clock in the morning? 9, 9 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. So yep. you're serving breakfast? Yep. We have a little breakfast buffet that we do for $7.50. It's what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just a, you know, everybody's got to have a beer and biscuits and gravy or oh, some tater yeah. tots or, you know, something oh like gosh. that. So. Oh, you have tater tots? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What's your, what did you put on the menu that's because you wanted it? You wanted it so bad. Well, I've always found that... Um, Pork shoulder smoked on the green egg is, uh, you know, one of my things that I've always done at home and people have always praised me on. And uh, so I kind of brought that to the dugout. We do pulled pork nachos. We have a pulled pork sandwich. Even use some of the pulled pork uh, on a pizza. So uh, that's kind of a, um, you know, one of those items that's, uh, I, it, it's, we've kind of become known for it. Um, you know, people walk down the trail and, you know, they can smell something smoking out uh, out front of the, the bar. And we're doing it right here on the green egg and doing it ourselves. So it shows a little bit of a... Uh, you know, something that uh, other places don't have, a little yeah. technique, you know, that we've been doing here for a while. I think we probably should give the address. Of, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. What is the address? Yeah, yeah absolutely. On Virginia Avenue. Yeah, so it's 621 Virginia. Um, we've got uh, Virginia Avenue Pizza Company just right next door at 619. Um, but, yeah, we, we'd love to have some people come out. If you're not familiar with it, it's a little bit hard to find. We don't have a huge fancy sign. The sign that's uh, up on the building has uh, been around since 54. It's a neon sign. So, you know, uh, pay attention, uh, you know, and you'll, 
you'll, you'll come into a really cool place. It's called the dugout. If you don't know, I'm sad I didn't know. I, I know now though. Nick Baxter, thank you so much. He's a family guy. I know you got to get to a game, yep. right? Yep. Thank you so thank much you. for the hospitality. Um, it's Pitch and Terry, and, and it's Sundays in the city, and and we met Nick, and I really like him here. Uh, he's a pretty cool guy. Uh, very enterprising young man. Yeah. It's interesting how he took some of the uh, things he's he is. Uh, he Nick is probably as good as but some of the things that he's taken from the state of over the years, you know, and, and brought in here. Uh, I don't know how that does something. It's really a cool joint, so, you know, if you folks are in the area, you can stop by. You're always welcome. It's very Veterans Day. It is Veterans Day. Yes. It is Veterans Day. The parade and everything was yesterday downtown, and the memorial, but, yeah, today is actually D-Day. Tomorrow is when they, you know, that's the the official holiday where everybody gets off. Yeah, I just wanted to say God bless all the veterans. Uh, active military personnel, and thanks so much for what you've done. What you continue to do. All right. Thank you. Okay. We'll see you next time. Let's get a cheeseburger. Okay. Let's do.